buy groceries, you need a picture on a card. You need ID. The time has come for voter ID, like everything else. Voter ID. Crowd goes wild. Trump rally uh, yesterday. We're going to play a hilarious segment of the Trump rally coming up in a little bit. His his classic riff of uh, you're going to be winning so much you're tired of winning, which is just it, was hilarious the first time I heard it. But. It was so over the top. It was beyond hilarious. I sat there with my jaw, my mouth agape. One of the great populists who's ever lived on yeah, planet indeed. Earth. He is so good at that. <clears throat> well, from great populist to great journalists, Deborah J. Saunders, White House correspondent for the Las Vegas Review Journal, joins us. Deb, how are you? I'm doing great. A lot of journalists suck, Deb, and I'll tell mm. you why. <laughs> Says a talk radio host. I can't tell you how many times today I've heard the story. And so the Trump administration ended July having only three White House uh, briefings. briefings, Only three in the month of July. How do you as a journalist give me that story and then not say the, the, the average is or Barack Obama did or normally we have? I have no context for this. That which seems like like it would be journalism one hundred and one to give me a standard. Well, and first of all, is that stat true that he only they only had three White House briefings? And two, is that an outlier? I was blissfully on vacation for half of July. Congratulations! So I will assume that that is true. Yeah, I think that's true. I believe you. That is. It sounds right. But so let me give you an explanation, not an excuse, an explanation. When, why do they have press briefings? The briefings happen on days when. There is no, the president does not speak to reporters or when there's a gaggle on Air Force One. So on Monday, there was no briefing because President Trump uh, had a a news conference with Italian Prime Minister Giuseppe Conte, right? So those are two questions only. I'm not saying I'm happy with it. So on a day like that, there's no briefing. On Tuesday, there was a gaggle on Air Force One, and that's what they do instead. So the gaggles are basically briefings, except they're not in the briefing room, and there may there may be a camera on the plane, but it's different, right? Okay. And only the pool is there; it's not the whole uh, press corps that's there. But I can so see why that difference. would, yeah, I can see why that would count for the day, anyway. Wow, that's already yeah. some great perspective. I'm reading the the piece uh, by Chris Saliza on CNN this morning, mm-hmm. and um, fake news, and, uh, fake oh, news. Oh boy, I'm so sorry, uh, but. <laughs> He, he he calls it the daily briefing over and over again. The White House daily briefing, making a big deal of the fact that it's the daily briefing and there were only three of them. But as you point out, so it's not truly a daily briefing. Well, with most presidents, it is a daily briefing because most presidents are not out there as much as Trump is. Okay. So, um oh. It, it's the daily briefing when there isn't someone else. Okay, else. so I just, uh, let's see, here's a little research. The three briefings Trump, the Trump White House held in July of this year is one quarter of the number the Obama administration held in July 2010. Um, given the, the, the things you pointed out, George W. Bush held nine in July of 06, his second year. Well, to compare the, a particular month seems Clinton odd to me. The administration held sex, uh, six, that, not that, sex. That, that seems the Clinton like, administration did hold sex, but they held six press briefings in July of That 94. seems like a dumb way to go about it. I don't because, think it is. July to July, it's the summertime. No, because it would have to do with the news flow is how it would matter most on whether or not you had enough or not, I think. Um, but what, in general, to, how about a macro look? Um is Trump more or less accessible than Barack Obama or George Bush? Is it? Are they all trending toward less accessible? Do you have anything on that? 
Yeah, let me, but let me just say one more thing, which I meant to say, which is there are days when there has been no Air Force One gaggle and the president has not given a press conference and there still was no briefing. I think there's a level of exhaustion in that press room, not, not defending it, just saying what's going on. And as a journalist, what I'm interested in are answers to my question. Uh, I'm a print reporter. It doesn't matter for, to me so much if it's on television or not. What I want are answers, and uh, I don't always get them. And I'm not, I'm not happy about that, and I'm, I don't want to sound like I'm defending what's going on. But, but the other half of that story is that Trump talks all the time. Now, let's talk about the big brouhaha while I was blissfully uh, off in the um, Scottish Highlands. That's when Caitlin, uh, Caitlin Collins asked a question during a pool spray, and she was told later in that day that, that while the president was giving a news conference in the Rose Garden, she would not be allowed to be there. And I right. thought that was so wrong, mm-hmm. because what is, the, what is the pool spray about? Uh, I know people watch it, and they think, why are people yelling those questions? It seems so inappropriate. Well, that's what the pool spray does. And they do it because Donald Trump answers the questions. Right. Right. He not he didn't that day, but he answers questions. He can get very talkative with pool sprays. So you would be crazy to waste that opportunity and not ask him things. I thought what they did with Caitlin Collins was just wrong because they're picking on one person for doing something everyone does. Well, they everybody requested to make an example. Yeah. Everybody right. came to her defense, including Fox. I remember the first day. Uh, Trump was in the White House after he got elected president, and he was sitting with Barack Obama, and they started screaming questions. And Barack mm-hmm. Obama said, here's a little tip. You don't have to answer those questions, which I thought was, which I thought was really funny. Advice uh, Donald Trump did not take. Right, right. Well, so part of it is um, Trump talks more than other presidents, and he's had a couple of times where he just like he's just like on his way to his car, and then he stops and he answers like 20 questions in a row, which isn't usually the way presidents react, is it? That's right. And I mean, there have been times where uh, there was this uh, uh, time last summer when he was uh, by the elevators, I think, in Trump Tower, and he just talked to the press for like 40 minutes. There are times when he gets very voluble. He'll, t- he'll talk about anything. And that's why people shout out questions, because you might get him to, to make news by saying something. And, and so when they, went, when they picked on Caitlin Collins, they're sort of like doing this to protect Trump from himself. Deb and Saunders. We also have, by the way, one other thing. He also is tweeting all the time. So it's not like we're not finding out what he's thinking. Yeah, but you need to be asking the uh, devil's advocate yeah. questions that the free press is designed to ask. Deb Saunders, uh, White House correspondent for the Las Vegas Review Journal, is on the line. So are you threatened at all as a journalist by some of the anti uh, press rhetoric that Trump spouts, you know, enemy of the people, that sort of stuff? I mean, it's it's clearly, in my mind, it's it's dumb, it's unproductive, and it could lead to a dangerous place. How threatened are you? Well, you know, I'll tell you, it's it's not good for my jo- for me to do my job. I will go to a Trump event and I'll try to interview people, and they just give me these dirty looks and they snap at me that they would never talk to me. <laughs> yeah, and by just- the way, Trump supporters, if you knew Deb Saunders, that's the last thing you would do. If you want your point of view reported fairly and by somebody who agrees with at least some of what you believe, you're a dope for doing that. So, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I had but to leak to your defense. I'm a, I'm a real Thank gentleman. You. Yeah, I appreciate that. But so, I mean, the thing is, they're, they're, so they're really angry. And I have to say, I, I don't know if you saw the video that Jim Acosta uh, put on Twitter yesterday, and all these people are giving him the finger, and they're just yelling. And do I think that something like that is likely to get out of hand? You know? Yeah, I would be. I if I was I, him, I'd be afraid yeah. for my safety. How would you not be? 
How could you not? And, and I sort of felt like, oh, come on, this is going to lead to violence. I thought that that was really overblown a few months ago. But I think that um, these people feel empowered to just spout off. Well, and, go in both um, directions. You, you can't have uh, cabinet secretaries people can't even name getting screamed at at restaurants uh, by by people, and you and right. you can't have reporters getting screamed at in their personal the Maxine lives. Waters thing yeah. exactly. Uh, uh, just a counterpoint, uh, and nobody deserves actual violence. Nobody in this conversation. Jim Acosta is a grandstanding dick. <laughs> so, and he has made his name on that. So you know, it's it's sometimes it's difficult to to separate the innocent combatants from the the willing combatants in these things. But anyway. I would call him a peacock. Okay. Who often asks questions that bring it back to him. Yeah. Uh, And most of the people in that room don't do that. So the reason for my macro question was, I've heard a couple of people say that um, from Bush to Obama to Trump, the, the trend line is toward less information for the press. Um, you think that's correct or not? I don't. Okay. And I, I don't want to sound like I'm defending what's going on because there have Just been tell us what's I, true. I, I'm very frustrated trying to get information from this White House all the time. Um, I, you know, look at I was uh, when I covered uh, Jerry Brown, I didn't find his people to be particularly forthcoming. I had to really squeeze to get information from them as well. You go into California Playbook today. I checked before I came on. No official schedule for Jerry Brown. So this is, I mean, people in politics do this. I don't like it. I think that they're better off talking more. Yeah. And I think, by the way, what Trump should, if they really didn't like Caitlin Collins shouting out those questions, Donald Trump was perfectly free to say to her, this is not the time to ask that. Please refrain. Yeah, I've been saying for a long time, I especially see this with like House members and senators and stuff like that, walking down the hall and people are yelling questions about some particular issue. And they answer or they don't, whether or not they feel like it or whether they feel like doling out any information. Or they it's, smile vacantly, which I always it enjoy. It shouldn't be that way. They should have to at least once a week stand there and take questions until people are tired of asking questions. I think. <laughs> that would be great. I would love to see that. And, well, they work you know, for us. They work for us. From the regional press. It shouldn't be a delight when we get an answer out of what our elected officials are doing with our money. Mm-hmm. Right. Or they don't even release their, their schedule. That's shocking. Yeah. Well, in the Trump people, they release a schedule every day, but I can tell you it's not complete. Yeah, well, that every day it says in big, in like 40-point font, winning. Well, That's what it says. Our schedule today is winning. <laughs> We're going to play that clip coming up. Um, Trump has said a couple of times that, you know, maybe he'd do away with them and everybody went crazy, but because he doesn't think anything comes oh, the, out of them. The press briefings, as daily just, briefing. As just a guy, a citizen of the country who wants information, I'm not sure I get much out of them. I, there, there's an all-day back and forth on cable about uh, the Huckabee Sanders woman and what she said and whether or not it matches the president or something like that. But it's also inside their worldy. I'm not sure I get much info out of it. You know, I mean, there are people who ask questions just to ask questions. There are people who ask questions to get answers. Uh, For people who ask questions just to get questions, folks like you are watching at home and thinking, why? Why is this happening? And um, for those of us who, you know, ask questions to get answers, we often are, don't get what we we're looking for, and that's really frustrating. I wish that um, I wish we get more answers. Y- yeah, that's the, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I mean that's it's it's very so. As much as I gave you all of the other side of that, and I truly see it, 
I find myself frustrated because I'm trying to get more information so that I can, um, you know, give pe- give people a good idea of what's going on with this White House. And they're, you know, and they're hostile to the press, some of the people in the press office. And it makes it, um, you know, I, I don't think they do themselves a favor when, when, that, when that occurs. Well, I want to agree with both of you in that I hear what Jack's saying. Often it's a, a silly exercise, but it scares me the idea of it going away. That's not good for the people. Better it, it should better. become so stupid that everybody says, wait a minute, this is stupid and needs to be fixed, and then it'll get better again. Or at least I'd like to think it might. Deb Saunders, White House correspondent for the Las Vegas Review-Journal. Deb, it's always great to talk. Thanks for lending us a couple of minutes. Oh, thank you for having me. All right, now go ask the tough questions. Okay, there's what a break you, in at 1 o'clock. Hey, what were you doing in the Scottish Islands? I was hiking. Hiking. I was not watching cable news. Did you drink a lot of scotch? Did you wear a kilt? I had one. I'd wear a kilt and drink scotch. That's what I would do. And you would be better at it. I'd play the bagpipes. I'd do those three things. (laughs) (laughs) I heard a bad bagpipe player. How do you tell a good one from a bad one? Yeah. Is this the setup for a joke? It was was painful. (laughs) That's bad. You don't want to hear bad bagpipes. Oh, man. Yeah, good bagpiping is. (laughs) What's that? You don't want to say bad bagpiping three times fast either. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, Deb, good to talk. We'll talk soon. Thanks. All right. I've always figured the bagpipes were one of those instruments you could pick up and start wailing on, and you'd be as good as anybody else. You know, I don't think know. once they discovered, like, horns and guitars, they'd left that behind. <laughs> Leave it in the Highlands, uh, <laughs> Angus. A highlight from Trump's rally last night, just because we found it amusing. He was uh, doing a Trump classic, and then we'll, we'll move on away from that. Sure. Every uh, Everybody promises to be the most transparent White House in history, and then they all pull way back from that when they decide the press is out to get them, because the press is out to get everybody. They've stolen the Swedish crown jewels. Stay tuned. Uh-oh. I hate to have that happen. Um, Better than the family jewels, but still a tragedy. Things you can do to stimulate your brain and keep it healthy. Finally. I need that. I need that. And probably needed that years ago. You're, li- you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the, of nation. the nation. Stapleton kick at my house. He might be, he might be becoming my favorite singer of all time. He wow. might have the best voice of singers ever. If you like that rock and roll screaming sort of voice, man, can he howl? Some good heavy blues here. He is good. Anyway, um, we got some texts. Got a text from somebody who said they're getting married today in Michigan. So uh, good wishes to you. Congratulations, man made prison. What? Man-made... Oh, what? marriage is a man-made prison. <laughs> All prisons are man-made. That's hilarious. Unless you throw people down in a hole. Uh, it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> start shouting that at weddings as they oh, walk down there. Welcome to prison. <laughs> Don't do it. Turn around. Who said that? Who God. said that? Not too late. I uh, got this text. Just uh, These are the apropos of nothing texts before we get to Trump. Uh, my daughter's going to be a freshman in high school and still doesn't have her own phone. She reminds us daily about how much we are ruining her life and don't love her. Yes, as well she should. It's abuse. <laughs> oh, 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 boy. Uh, the my friends have this or are doing that argument. Mm. 
don't change anything about your show. We got a bunch of those texts, but you know, uh, you know. Yeah, we appreciate it. It's yeah, nice appreciate to get some that. moral support. We probably won't. I'm, I'm glad I mean, we could try to do something else, but we'd be bad at it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't. I, I yeah. It end up this again. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a very good point. I'm not sure I could do it differently if I really wanted to. Not very well. Um. So Trump last night had one of those rallies where it's packed full of people just cheering like crazy and really, really, uh, really digging Trump. And he went through the greatest hits. There was even a, a little locker up talk. Oh, that's point. beautiful. He is so a classic rock band. He plays play the, the songs they want to hear. He's he's like Jimmy Buffett, who knows there's eight songs he has to play every concert because right. that's why people came. Right. And and Trump does the same sort of thing. Yeah. Um. But he uh, he got into this. And you know when you elect Ron DeSantis as your governor, because you see it already, we're winning so much. Some people are getting a little tired of winning. <laughs> right. No. Well, by then it'll be another year and two years and three years. And you'll be insisting, Governor DeSantis, please see our president. It's too much winning. We can't. We can't stand it. The people of Florida, we can't stand it. Because under previous administrations, we never won. We got used to never winning. And he's going to come to me in Washington, in the Oval Office, the beautiful Oval Office. And he's going to say, Mr. President, the people of Florida are just downright tired of winning they can't stand it (laughs) it's just too much mr president the economy is too good the jobs are too strong we're doing too well is there anything you can do i'm gonna say ron i don't care what you say we're gonna keep on winning Yes. We're going to keep on winning. Oh, I was hoping he would say that. I was in favor of that. Oh, I was hoping he'd say that. I, didn't, I was, I was afraid, afraid that... he was going to start losing. Because <laughs> he aforementioned <laughs> fatigue with winning. Oh, boy. What That's a, hilarious. What a funny riff. What a showman. <laughs> uh, yeah. So where are we? Uh, I know you're going to talk about this on your news. Where are they on the giant car fire in terms of a containment? What's the percentage now? Do you know? It's uh, up, uh, excuse me, it's up to about 35% right now. Hmm. It, right, it, that's serious it in, progress. Yeah, it is, it is increasing. 115,000 uh, square acres. Yep. People, a number of people asked us, once it gets that big, start doing square miles. Have you guys seen the pictures I don't, I don't know. that have uh, been floating around of, you know, the, the firefighters essentially just sleeping in the backyards of houses where they just put out the fires and, you know, as they do shift swaps and stuff yeah. like that? Oh. Yeah. I'm humbled by those guys. Oh, yeah. And gals. There's all sorts of people out there fighting fires. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, we got an update on the fires. Trump is demanding Sessions end the Russia investigation right now. And we may have America's first trillion-dollar company today. Today? Oh, I didn't realize that. Yep. And someone stole the crown jewels of Sweden. Oh, no. Keep your eye out for them on eBay, etc. Bring you all the shocking details. Uh, we got to talk about QAnon, which we've talked about in the past. Oh, I don't want to. You don't want to? No. Okay. We'll tell you why. <laughs> tell why you don't want to. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Still getting texts on what is wasting time. Started the show for some reason talking about how much time you waste in your life and then what is wasting time. Time you enjoy wasting is not wasted time. If if you're enjoying it, yeah. Well, I don't know if I agree with that. 
Maybe. I don't know. Uh, we also got, uh, we're all just wasting, we're all just killing time till we're wasted. No, we're killing time till it's dying time. Think you stop and think. Doesn't? That's a bit of a dim view of my day. Yeah, well, maybe we can have a little uh, special edition of Mailbag later on. People okay. reacting to that. Plus, a lot of reaction to the segment, uh, was it the top of the 7 o'clock hour? That we talked about the WAPO article about the uh, English-speaking people feeling isolated in towns that have been overrun by um, uh, Spanish-speaking immigrants at their workplace, the rest of it. That's a podcast worth grabbing. Controversial. Hard-hitting. Well, all of Western civilization is dealing with it right now. All of Europe. Right. Let's get the news. And, and, you know, we made the point at the time. If you're looking at it in terms of the the, the good old... You know, left-wing social justice warrior point of view. You are missing all of the important points, and your point of view will lead to ugliness. News now, Marsha Phillips. Well, i got to tell you, much of the West on fire in Northern California. That massive car fire in Shasta County keeps growing. Firefighters are getting a bit more of a handle on it. Cal Fire is saying that the total acreage burned at just over 115,000 is almost 3,000 more acres than yesterday, than wow. last night. Wow. So it's expanded by 3,000 acres, but containment has improved now to 35%. Number of structures destroyed, holding steady at just under 1,400. Wow. 1,400. Marshall, 100,000 acres is approximately 156 square miles, which is roughly a square, with each side being 12.5 miles, the square root of 156 being 12.5 so I'd ask you to keep that in mind when reporting the size of the fire. I will make sure I do that. I will uh, I will mention the quadrants each time. <laughs> President Trump is calling on Attorney General Jeff Sessions to stop the Russia investigation now. In a series of tweets this morning, the president's been railing against the ongoing investigation of Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election. In one of them, Trump tweets, quote, This is a terrible situation, and Attorney General Jeff Sessions should stop this rigged witch hunt right now before it continues to stain our country any further. Right, you don't want a rigged witch hunt. You want a good, honest witch hunt. I don't know what's going to come out of this. Neither does anybody else. Um, But if you're you're painting it one way, you talk about the number of people that have been indicted, including Paul Manafort. Yeah, but it's got nothing to do with the Russian thing. Right. Uh, So there's that. Or Cohen's been indicted. Yeah, well, he passed it off to another, you know, to the New York people. Right. Like, it's got nothing to do with the Russian thing. Right. It, it's, you know, it's easy to assume that if it was part of the whole Russian collusion, whatever, he'd have left it in his domain. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Charged it federally if there yeah. is indeed any sort of crime. Yeah. So, uh, who knows what's going on? <laughs> Trump's uh, tweet going on to say, Bob Mueller is totally conflicted, and his 17 angry Democrats that are doing his dirty work are a disgrace to the USA Exclamation point! God, I, I, I can't. I can't wait till the day. You think there'll be a big buildup? We'll find out four days ahead of time, noon on Friday, or will it just land on a Friday afternoon? Yeah, Friday. Right. yeah like four fifty-nine Washington time, or later. Sometimes they release yeah. it at night. Today, Apple may become the first American company to hit a market value of one trillion dollars. Why didn't I invest more? So, somebody pointed out the other day, I think it was early in the show, it's worth saying again, the, the movie Forrest Gump, what year was that? 1994. Uh, people, uh, well, Forrest got a ton of money because he invested in Apple stock at the beginning, 
And in 1994, people walked out of the theater saying, well, I missed out on that one. <laughs> and if you'd invested that day, oh, you wouldn't be working right now. You'd be listening to us on your yacht. <laughs> ten- and it might be, who knows, it might be true 20 years from now. That if you invested no today, no, forget an it. Apple stock, you'd be in great shape. The, so, te- the tech giant beating Wall Street forecasts with revenue of over $53 billion. Apple saying it sold more than 41 million iPhones in the quarter. You know, Apple, you'd probably be worth $2 trillion if you could figure out when I type one word, and then instead of a space, I have an N, and then another word. That's because I missed the space bar. Did autocorrect that. You autocorrect the dumbest stuff in the world. That's, a, that's what happened. I am never asking my friends, are you ducking kidding me? Never, never. once. <laughs> <laughs> Not once have I ever or will I ever text that sentence to my friend, are you ducking kidding me? I also rarely, if ever, say holy shot. <laughs> By the way, shares of Apple just minutes ago were going for 200 bucks each. The stock price needs to clear $203 a share to hit the trillion dollar mile. God, I don't even remember what I bought my Apple stock at several years ago. I should look into that. My other favorite one that's kind of peculiar to my favorite hobby is uh, you want to play gold this afternoon? <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've sent that. Nobody plays gold. It's golf, Tim Cook. At least that's a word. Yes. Um, uh, well, as is yes. ducking. It often gives you, you some... ducking idiot. You know, some word I've never heard of or a French phrase. Right. And it, oh, you meant golf. Yeah, golf is a common word. Right. Whatever that is you put in front of me, I've never seen in my life. Gold du jour. What's that? Why would you think I said that? Yeah. Gold du jour. It's funny. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm Strong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Michael, ring the bell. It's ducking annoying. <laughs> Tell you what. Now, the iPhone is the greatest contraption that I've ever had in my life. I mean, yeah, we know the- Samsung phone fans. They're better. They're clearly better Indeed. in every way. They're ahead of the iPhone. Indeed. Only an ass would own an iPhone. There, I saved you some an email. <laughs> See, I'm a helper. Indeed. <laughs> I was just in the elevator with a guy. I said, hey, what's that phone? He said, it's the new Note. Note 8. Oh, right. yeah. That's and it what looked, I have. It looked pretty damn cool. It is. It's amazing. We got a friend who uh, switched from iPhone to the, the latest, and he said it is better, but he said the switchover process, pretty pretty cumbersome, and I yeah, just don't have time I'm for a that. man who craves leisure. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to go through that. Put your feet up. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Dunkin' Donuts is now selling its first ever gluten-free product. It's called a cup. Is <laughs> <laughs> that a, just that a was, shot at... That was pretty funny. I'm shocked. The health of uh, eating at Dunkin' Donuts. So I'm scrolling through my YouTube here to try to figure out if... See, I don't know what they're talking about exactly. I don't know what I would go... Trending, maybe? Trending where I would go? No, I don't know. I'm not seeing it there. 
We'll have to take some time. So, uh, Tom Hanks is in the news today. Apparently, if you happen to be watching YouTube videos... Oh, Monday morning. Okay, so this was earlier in the week. It'd be gone by now. If you were watching YouTube videos on Monday morning and you were struck by an urge to check in on uh, Tom Hanks, perhaps, because of all the video search results that were being given, Sarah Ruth Ashcraft says Tom Hanks is a pedophile, read the title of the top video search result for oh, the for actor's God's name. for God's sake. Tom Hanks, alleged sex slave, speaks out. Read another top search result. Indeed, the top five results and eight of the top 14 were variations on the pedophilia theme about Tom Hanks, interspersed with the hashtags, hashtag QAnon, hashtag Pizzagate, and hashtag Pedogate. Oh, boy. These results were first spotted by an NBC reporter and are part of the whole uh, conspiracy theory known as QAnon. And then they're in this article doing, going to get into explaining that, which I can, but Joe says he doesn't want to. No, I don't want to discuss this because it will bring on a slew of emails from folks ranging from completely self-aware trolls to the crazy. Uh, but they will all be angry and adamant that we're fools and jackasses to be ignoring this important uh, uh, avenue of truth. It's available if only we have eyes to see, etc., etc. Hasn't been around that long. It all started in October of 2017 when Q emerged on the internet. On we the got message one fellow board. who's uh, feeding us those messages a lot. I'm pretty familiar with it. On the message board 4chan in a thread called Calm Before the Storm, and then in subsequent posts, Q, and I imagine Q comes from, there's a, uh, um, a, a source for the Bible known as Q that they believe um, really? Yeah, the Bible! Yeah, that's right, Mr. President. People who really study the Bible believe there, there seems to be a bunch of references that would you to lead you to believe there's another source they're all referring from. Okay. Um, like ancient scrolls or a person or... Uh, or yeah, a book a or a scroll or a, some, some place of knowledge hmm. that they all seem to be getting their stuff from. There's just a mathematically oh, like kind of place. That. Yeah, it's pretty oh. interesting, yeah. actually. But um, So I'm thinking that's where Q came from. Anyway, Q established his legend as a government insider with top security clearance who knew the truth about a secret struggle for power, the deep state, the Clintons, pedophile rings, and all kinds of other stuff. Ah, yes. Since then, Q has continued to drop breadcrumbs on 4chan and 8chan. Where are, what are 4chan and 8chan? Sean, would you like to? Uh, uh, they're uh, just briefly? some of the more kind of seedier, darker corners of the internet. It's not quite the dark web, but it is dark web adjacent, I it's, could say. Uh, it's discussion boards uh, and, where you can post theories and replies. And and often in a more unmoderated than a lot of other popular ones, so you get a lot of these conspiracy-type things flourish in, right. in these. Right. So this person, Q, who has all this knowledge because they're a government insider, I guess mm-hmm. QAnon means Q Anonymous, I assume. Correct. Um, uh, fostered a community devoted to decoding Q's messages and trying to figure out the truth about everything. It reminds me very much of watching the X-Files back in the day. It was so good at giving you tantalizing clues about the big conspiracy underneath it all. And, you know, you'd always get just enough to be tantalized. And it reminds me of that. But some people are, are are sucking it down whole. I mean, just believing everything. Right, Roseanne Barr for one. Oh uh, yeah, was super into it. So it's uh, Kurt well, Schilling. There's, a lot of, there's plenty of it that's reasonable. You get an individual tidbit, and you think, "Wow, yeah, I'll bet that's true." But it's kind of the outgrowth of 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 it that gets a little nutty. 
Like when you get not to the little, whole, not a, very nutty. Like when you get to the whole running a pedophile ring out of a pizza place with the aid of John Podesta and the Clintons, exactly. Right. Yeah. When they had the opportunity in front of them to become the most powerful thing on the planet, mm-hmm. they threw that all aside to run their pedophile ring out of a pizza place. Right. That was their real goal. Exactly. It's kind of hard to imagine that being true. The, the fact that there's deep state stuff going on, I absolutely believe that. Well, yeah, and uh, as I've. Uh, commented before the problem with the deep state is it sounds too scary and conspiratorial and exciting it's a millions strong permanent bureaucracy that profits from government the government has become the most powerful lobbyist of the government that's the problem yeah it's not it's not Mulder and scully chasing aliens in the cigarette smoking man it's just people profiting Calling it entrenched bureaucracy would be more accurate, but not as uh, juicy as deep state. Agreed. Um, so anyway, uh, Kurt Schilling, former baseball player. Remember the bloody sock? Mm. If you're a sports fan, the bloody sock. Who could forget? He, uh, he, How does an ankle get bloodied? By running an illegal panda ring out of the clubhouse <laughs> at the Red Sox Park there, Fenway Park. No, he's not doing that sort of stuff. He's uncovering that sort oh, of stuff. Oh, sorry. So anyway, I don't know if we need to go any further with that, but that's where the whole QAnon thing comes from. And Tom Hanks just all of a sudden there he goes. He shows up as a as a, a main hit on YouTube for running a pedophile ring or Tom something. Tom Hanks is not a pedophile. Tom Hanks' alleged sex slave slave speaks out. But what? Wh- who is? Is this just trolling? Because there's nothing bringing down the Clintons. I get what you're trying to accomplish. I sure. guess maybe you're a Trump. <laughs> fan and you want to hurt the clintons and you think enough people will believe she's running a if if you get enough people watching your videos it doesn't matter if you are trolling or not you have a business you are making serious money if you get enough people watching youtube and videos. is this QAnon person doing it or are 4chan if, people if doing they are it successful enough that they are floating to the top of the auto suggestion stuff that suggests uh, i'm saying suggest too much that leads me to believe that there are a lot of people watching these because that's kind of how things get shoved up the suggestion ladder yeah it's a hobby yeah, but, but but why Tom Hanks? Just just because because he's popular and it would get it's so shocking. Yeah, I don't know. I would click on Tom Hanks' "Sex Slave Speaks Out" just to see what sort of, uh, with the assumption that it's crap, just to see what brand of crap are you yeah. trying to feed me. I would click on that. Probably. So you want to be famous? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. You end up like know. Ariana Grande or Tom Hanks. Now, some uh, university professor who studies media or something. Do I have the right singer? No. Who was the gal who overdosed the other day? Demi Lovato. De- Demi yeah. Lovato, yeah. Domi Arigato, Demi Lovato. Mm, well said. Um, so some uh, academic who studies the media for a university, which almost guarantees he's never been in the media and has any idea what it actually does. Correct. Uh, or why it does what it does. Greed is why. <laughs> but he says he doesn't think there's very many people into this whole thing, like b- actually believing it. It's it's really hard to say. I, you people who are really clever perpetrators of advanced trollery, you're my people. I respect you for that. I love a good prank. 
I love leading, you know, uh, you know, everything from when I was a kid, the prank phone calls to when, when people fool the media with some phony press release. I swear, if when I stop working, that's what I'm going to do all the time. Put out really convincing fake press releases and just giggle as they meet the, as they hit the mainstream media. So I, I appreciate your art. I really do. <laughs> this texture says it's this, the people who buy it completely that bother me a little. bit. This texture says a lot of people believe Q is JFK Jr. JFK Jr. is alive. He didn't die. In a plane crash, <laughs> and he is Q. Oh, it keeps getting better because and better. it ties it into the whole right. his dad, uncle, right? Well, dad and uncle being a was his dad Bobby JFK Junior. Oh, no. wow. wow, that's a <laughs> that's a, somebody draw Mister Armstrong a chart. I gotta quit huffing paint, yeah, you know, especially during the show. I knew if I did it a little, I'd be Why? all right. But people said you you huff too much paint, right? Should have listened. They care about you. Down. They care about you. Yeah, so, but his dad and uncle were both assassinated, right. and so those assassination conspiracy theories are always big. So you tie. And he JF- goes to garden parties at Tom Hanks' house, where he sees the sixteen-year-olds chained. So you tie JFK conspiracy stuff into the whole Q thing, I guess. Is where it goes. Sure, it goes all sorts of places. Go ahead, send your email. Since Jack's explaining Q in the Bible, could he explain Bitcoin for me? <laughs> Sorry. I can't even nail Sorry. down who somebody Junior's dad is. <laughs> yeah. So maybe the wrong guy to get to the bottom of this. Just saying. Oh, boy. Boy, if you get the award-winning fourth hour live, we got some good stuff for you. If not, check out the podcast. Yeah, it'll probably not be as good as the previous three hours. I don't know. I have high hopes. Oh, good. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.